0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1398. What Should I Invest In? by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, sometimes a little too enthusiastically. But I can't help it. Money is an incredible resource that we can use to craft the life of our dreams. So thanks for joining me today and every day. For now, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. What Should I Invest In? by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. Today's question comes from Henry. He asks, quote, I've got my first job out of college just over a year ago and I've spent a lot of time reading finance materials. I finally like what I've got set up and I'd been saving a few years before graduation. I worked several jobs, although I just put it into a savings account. Better than nothing. 3% pay match to company 401k, max contribution to Vanguard Roth, 6% pay to Aspiration Redwood Fund, other cash to Aspiration Bank with 1% interest checking, random sentimental deposits to Robinhood, free stock trader app, I have some money in Wealthfront, but I no longer contribute. I finally have my six-month safety net in my checking account, and I don't know where to go from here. I've looked at the crowdsource REIT type things. I've considered buying property here in Nashville, buying a drone and selling survey services on the weekends, other ventures, or just plowing more money into the 401k. I can decide what's best for my situation, but I want to know what all of my options are first. So what are all the options after the classic 401k match, Roth, liquid safety net? I don't wanna know what's going to potentially give the best return because everyone's situation is different. I just want confirmation that I've considered all the alternatives, end quote. When you're trying to figure out what to invest in, these are your options. Buy rental property, start or buy a business, the stock market, and actually there's a fourth, yourself, like education, workshops, seminars, and books. So, you're not missing anything, but what you're finding is that each of these options leads to more options. I mean, you're only investing in the stock market, and I'm counting at least five different investment accounts. And in all those accounts, you're probably investing in all kinds of different things because you can choose from thousands of different stocks, bonds, mutual funds, index funds, REITs, MLPs, and so on. When you have accounts all over the place invested in all kinds of different things, you end up with a complicated portfolio. And when you have a complicated portfolio, it's harder to manage. And when it's harder to manage, you're more likely to be tinkering and tweaking and adjusting things. And what you're really doing when you do that is destroying your future wealth. Here's why. Over the last 30 years, when the S&P 500 returned 10.35%, the average investor returned 3.66% because the average investor is tinkering and tweaking and adjusting things. When you have a simple portfolio, you don't do that. For example, in my 401k account, I have an S&P 500 index fund. That's it, there's nothing to mess with. This is the same approach you can take with all these other investment options. You have a full-time job, meaning you don't have the time to be learning more about the stock market, plus buying and managing rental property, plus starting a side business. You need to pick just one thing because that way you're focusing your limited time and energy on just one thing. That's how you become successful. Once you're successful, you can put it on autopilot and decide if you want to pick the next one thing. I know at the beginning of your 20s, it's difficult to imagine you have decades ahead to invest in all these different things. But I'm telling you that you have decades ahead to invest in all these different things. You can spend your 20s learning how to invest in the stock market. So you're setting up your accounts and choosing your investments and getting everything streamlined. When you get to the point where you're only spending a few hours a year managing your investments, you can move on to the next thing. Okay, now you're in your 30s and you're buying rental property. You're deciding if you should buy commercial or residential, learning how to assess properties, navigate financing, screen tenants, and calculate cash flow. Once you know how to do all this, you can offload it to a property manager and move on to the next thing. Now you're in your 40s and you're starting a business. This is probably the best time to start a business because it doesn't matter if it fails because you have other investments. And when it doesn't matter if it fails, it has a better chance to succeed because you're just trying to be useful to other people. And money is a side effect of that. And guess what? After all this, you still have decades ahead. What I just described is multiple streams of income. The people that like to tout multiple streams of income never say it takes decades of insanely hard work to develop multiple streams of income because who wants to put in decades of insanely hard work? But I'm saying that's how multiple streams of income really works. Pick the one thing you like doing the most and just do that thing for now because when you take this slow, methodical approach to investing, you won't get distracted. And when you're not distracted, you get better results. You just listened to the post titled, What Should I Invest In? by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there I want to say here first that I'm not a certified financial planner and we actually don't know enough about Henry's situation to give good advice. But here's my take on it. I think Henry started off strong. He's contributing enough to his 401k to get the match. Then he's fully funding his Roth IRA and he's got a fully funded emergency fund. He still seems to be saving some cash beyond the emergency fund, but it's not clear if perhaps this is a sinking fund for a short-term savings goal. If it's not, he probably doesn't need to keep saving more in cash, and he can put all that money to better use by investing. I agree that he's a little all over the place in his investments outside of retirement vehicles. My first thought was to question if he has a high deductible insurance plan, so would be eligible for an HSA. If so, this is a great vehicle for him to invest in, because it goes in tax-free, grows tax-free, and he can take it out tax-free to pay for medical expenses. Being young, and I'm going to assume healthy, he probably doesn't have many medical expenses and can just let his investment here grow. At some point in his life, he will have medical costs and he can pull from his account or he can access the money after 65 for any reason and just pay taxes on it like with his 401k. If he has extra funds to invest after that, I'd probably dump the rest into the 401k. The tax advantages are just too good to pass up. And if he does end up retiring early, he can access these funds through a Roth conversion letter. I'm sure there are individual situations where this won't make sense, but I decided to fully fund my retirement vehicles, which are my 401k, HSA, and Roth IRA, before I started doing any after-tax brokerage investing. And that's a good chunk of my gross income, about $29,000. So it could take a while to work up to that when you're just starting your career. I'm not sure about his financial goals, which is why it's hard to give any real meaningful advice. But that 6% he's contributing to the Aspiration Redwood Fund tells me he's probably interested in socially responsible investing. While his options might be limited in what's offered in the 401k, He should have some good options in his Roth through Vanguard to continue with this investment preference. I do agree that he should probably clean up his investment strategy and stocks before he starts thinking about real estate or starting a business. He's young and has the benefit of time, so should put the power of compound interest to work on his retirement vehicles. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where optimal life awaits.